Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Yesterday, were you a, a shoveler? Were you a plower? Were you a helper? Did you just avoid your neighbors and do your own thing? I'll tell you something, Lucky. I got about three neighbors in my uh, my little uh, zone there, my little uh, subdivision, that are afraid out of me. Oh, why? They had the snow plows going. They were helping each other. Right. Left me to dangle in the wind. Is this kind of like our lottery conversation last week where you think the, the one person in the office who doesn't buy in, just assuming that others will help them out if they were to win? I, I, don't, I don't expect necessarily anybody to, to help me out. It's just odd when there's like three of them. They've got uh, the one guy. He was doing it himself. They're all they're all seniors. They're all retired. Right. right all the time in the world. But the other guy had his son. It was about my son's age. Outside helping him it was another dude, and they all kind of worked in unison there to get it all done. Now I did feel bad for an, another guy who's uh, got a young family just up the road, uh, about two doors up, where he was shoveling out all by himself, and he's on their side. Okay, and they didn't help him either. So I don't know if it's just a maybe they they got a pact, maybe, or they think I'm I'm a really young guy. Maybe right. they think I'm a really young guy. <laughs> You're one of the young bucks in the neighborhood. From a di- <laughs> young kid, he can dig out himself. <laughs> but I, I'm kind of I'm on a corner, and they're on the other side. I'm on a different street right. completely. Maybe that's a thing. See, I've been mocked in the past for having one. Yeah, you know, like ah, oh, come on, you, you use it three times a year, and you don't have that much of a drive. Well, I think I've mocked you. Right, yes, I, I believe you have, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you've never had it borrowed. Um, well, like your ladder, I'd never give it back. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and yes, for the most part, you don't. You can shovel. You don't need to just scrape off the little dusting like the, what's coming tonight. Mm. But, you know, yesterday was the, of all days for a snowblower, it was the perfect day. Because the snow was also... You know, there was so much of it, but it was light enough that the snowblower could still get through it right. and actually throw it. Sometimes if it was a little wetter than that, yeah. it would have been bogging that up and it would have been really bad. Yeah. Uh, but uh, being an owner of one, and there's about three or four down in the corner of my neighborhood, uh, that we all, and we all had them going out in unison yeah. as well. And, you know, by and large, I think almost every driveway we, we helped to, to clear at least at least seven or eight of them. Uh, in well, the, amongst a group of people, but and and it's tough. It's interesting because as soon as I crank it up, and of course you can hear them; they're so loud oh, yeah. that they're going. That's when you see people like running out, with, you know, half undressed with a shovel, <laughs> you know, just trying to make it look like they're yeah. shoveling and they need help. Yeah, right? those who don't come out at all don't get help. Right? See, I get embarrassed a little bit if if I look like I'm struggling. Right. You know, because I, I don't want them to think, oh, he needs help. Look at him. He, right. he can't dig out to the end of his driveway. And, of course, that's always the worst part. I take on that duty and have everybody else do Oh, no. You see, like, honestly, when you're out with a snowblower, you see, like, Juilliard acting glasses going on. <laughs> like, leaning over the shovel with it on your forehead. Yeah. You know, like, I get it. I've got it. You know, what, what was happening for a lot of people was they didn't have gas. I, I was low sure. on gas for it because, you know, as much as you get the snowblower and you prepare, you see, yeah, there's a little quarter of a tank left yeah. in, in the uh, in the jerry can I've got. That should be enough for any snowstorm we're going to get. Wasn't expecting that. See, I, I don't own a snow uh, snowplow, snowblower, because I, I believe in our ozone layer, Lucky, and <laughs> unlike you and all you other non-believers in global warming. <laughs> don't you worry. It's going to be like plus two or three. 
<laughs> tomorrow, and who knows, by next week it could be 20 degrees again, or minus 30. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know anymore. It's all over the place. I, I do know this. I also got almost all of the snow of Durham in my driveway because... Uh, every time I shoveled uh, north, it blew back south. And in, in the one corner, plus I got a hedge there that it stopped it all from going into my neighbor. So that saved him. And I did notice, and I have to applaud the guy behind me. We've had a, a bit of a tumultuous relationship. Right, yes. Uh, mostly my fault, I'm sure. Uh, but noise complaints and yeah. trees going through his windows, those kind of things. This, this trees yeah. falling into his house, this yeah. kind of stuff. He, uh, he did, with his snowplow, come halfway down. Because uh, we had a long sidewalk up the the one side right. of the house with it being on the corner. But the city of Oshawa has done some repair work back in the summer that they still haven't come and finished on the sidewalk. So there's still pylons gotcha. there and okay. a hole where this... So he couldn't go down and through that. So I, what I'm going to do to thank him is I'm going to give him a half bottle of rye. Oh. <laughs> he did I, a half a sidewalk. I'll drink half and give him the I, other half. I do want to know one thing, though. For And, and I applaud the snowplow drivers who were out yesterday you know crazy conditions and i'm sure yep. they're still working on it with zero sleep but do they feel bad when they go by a house where you know people are out there shoveling or have just shoveled in and they leave a four foot wall that's like three feet deep uh, of snow at the end of the driveway of that hard crusty unshovelable stuff or is there like a little vindictive part of them just says, "Ah, screw you"? That Some they, of it you know. probably is that. Although maybe if they see, I'm not people, sure there's much they could have done yesterday. No, honestly. no, no. If you're, people are shoveling, then maybe they have a little mercy on them. But when they see somebody like you with a snowplow, they right. go, "Screw him!" Yeah, he's got a snowplow. He can dig this out. My goodness. Yeah, it was. And I feel bad for those who were out stuck. Uh, like six, eight hours, some first responders and and uh, frontline workers who had to get to work yesterday yeah, sure. were stuck trying to get home. And you imagine you get home after your full shift. Yeah. It was stuck for a three or four hour drive. Digging in the dark. And then you got to dig yourself out. Like, yeah. Hopefully, you know, we did a couple of driveways like that where we knew they were working in nursing homes and they weren't going to be home. So, you know, let's dig them out before they get home. Well, I'll tell you what. It was good of you to do that. It was good of anybody to help any of their neighbors. I had family members helping me, but you always really feel bad for the dude who's shoveling with himself. Well, the weatherman says more snow With the temperature 10 below I can already tell that I'll be getting no help And I'll be shoveling by myself Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky, 94.9 The Rock. We often get annoyed when we're uh, getting on a flight. Remember that? Remember getting on a fl- on a plane? Wow, it was like yeah. a long time ago. It's a long time ago. We get annoyed having to go through the security, but it's good they're there because um, they find some stuff every year. They release some of their uh, findings. Like uh, at one airport, uh, somebody tried to get on a flight with a meth burrito. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> well, it was easy to spot because it's all gummy. They, they, they have no teeth to chew it with. Yeah, crystal meth inside a breakfast burrito. All right. But then they found other things like a meat cleaver, a chainsaw. These are the things you need. <laughs> wow. You know. 
Nobody's you never trying know. to sneak a chainsaw into a flick. A wine holder shaped like a gun. There's a good thing to bring on a plane. Right, yes. Um, <laughs> firearm belt buckle. Bullets inside the deodorant. So we may find them to be annoying, but uh, I'd rather them, you know, keep me in line a little bit longer so I don't have to sit beside the guy enjoying his meth burrito. He's one of my guilty pleasures is watching border security on television. Oh, yeah, you like, like it. Is the, the, like the idiots who, who try and get caught uh, <laughs> smuggling stuff. And especially because we've all been there and kind of done the sweat as you as you get back yeah. to declaring what you've got, we make up a number. Oh yeah, we keep the receipts that we want to keep. Yeah. We, we all would. Everyone's trying to sneak something through at some point in time. But then you see these other people who are like, oh, you know, no, I routinely take my clothes brand new in boxes with tags on them, <laughs> and I took these down there and didn't wear them and just brought them back. Here's how the world's changed. I remember my first time going to Mexico, lovely Maria and I went away, and I, you know, it's what you do when you're young and you go to Mexico, you buy lots of rum for cheap, and I remember, I must have had like eight bottles in this like little carry bag, and, right. I'm, and I'm walking up to security and says, clang, is this, like this is back and they just didn't check anything. Clang, 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 clang. <laughs> do you have anything to clear, Mr. Venn? Nope. Clang, clang, clang. <laughs> At the airport I went. I remember going down to Mexico the first time I went there. It was Puerto Vallarta. And they had, basically it was like a stoplight system uh, when you get off the plane for their security checks. And you go through and every, like randomly, every now and then, there'd be a red light. And mm. you're like, okay, you're going to get checked. Always, too, a little, uh, a little concerning when you land in some of these uh, island uh, countries and you get off the plane and there's these big tough dudes with rifles standing right oh, there. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not, I, there's not a chance in hell. <laughs> if somebody, you know, if somebody gave me something of ultimate value and just said, get it back to Canada. Can you imagine oh. being caught by these guys and hauled to some jail somewhere? I remember going to a bar in the, in the, in the Caribbean or South America. We were and the, uh, and the bouncers had oh, like machine guns with them. Crazy. And we were sneaking in. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, 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 oh, don't worry about it. Like, what do you mean don't worry about it? <laughs> got a lot to worry about here. A hell of a lot to worry yeah, about. Yeah. My bouncer's got muscles. This guy's got a machine gun. <laughs> I always wanted to, after watching Spinal Tap, pull the stunt where the guy had the uh, cucumber and the tinfoil down his pants. <laughs> <laughs> He's a rock star. You can do those things. <laughs> Well, it's uh, mid-January, and we have our first official TikTok stupid challenge of the year. And, of course, it's not only stupid, but dangerous as well. There's a new, they say, health trend on TikTok, which is anything but, called the Sleepy Chicken Challenge. Okay. It involves boiling your chicken dinner in NyQuil. Oh, that can't be good. No. No. Well, one, who wants to have boiled chicken anyway? I have, before I've roasted or barbecued chicken, I have blanched it to remove some of the fat. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's not bad. It's all right. Especially if you do it in some salted water. Right. It's it's all right. Uh, but, yeah, you don't want to be boiling it uh, necessarily. Um, so And doing that in what? Sorry, NyQuil? NyQuil, yeah. It's, uh, somebody oh. came up with this idea uh, that it could cure a cold. Uh, there's no evidence. It could actually kill you instead. Of course, you know. People will buy into this. They'll they'll take any medical advice off of TikTok. Right, yeah. I don't know, not a doctor. Uh, basically, you put a single chicken breast in a pot, dump up to half a bottle of NyQuil. Uh, I'll wait for a second if you want to grab a pen, just to <laughs> write down the, the menu. Oh. Uh, dump up a half a bottle of NyQuil in there and braise or boil until it's cooked. 
hopefully fully cooked because some of these Samsonites can't seem to get past that part of it I, either. I would think Samson, uh, Salmonella would probably be the best of the worst yeah. case scenarios here. Yeah. Um, it's dangerous even if you do fully cook it. A couple of reasons. First, it's just a stupid amount of NyQuil. When you boil it down, the water and alcohol evaporate, but the drugs are still there. So basically, you're loading a chicken breast up with way too much medicine, and you could OD. But also, when you boil liquid medicine like that, you end up inhaling some of it, which is also bad. When that happens, it bypasses your liver and goes straight to your bloodstream without any toxins being filtered out. And just that alone can mess you up. Uh, You know how they say, you know, sometimes just let them go. Call call the herd a little bit. You got to sometimes. Yeah, I mean, at least with this one, the only idiots doing this are hurting themselves. You would hope, yeah. Unless you're cooking for the entire family. Not serving this up for, for family dinner. Yeah, I mean, the other stupid challenge is the Tide Pod and the, uh, what was the running up the boxes or something? Or was there something? Some oh, yes, the milk crate. The milk crate uh, right? challenge. That was that one. And, and there was something about punching people. Well, in the that one's the bad because yeah. then you're hurting somebody else. But all these other ones, you're just doing, you know, harm to yourself. So right. get out of there, Joey. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They, they run to TikTok. <laughs> for, I know. For all your medical needs. It is crazy. And, and there's interesting that there's warnings out now about this, you know, Pfizer pill mm. to treat COVID saying, like, you know, it it's not for, hey, I won't get the vaccine, but I'll take the pill. But I'm wondering, like, if you don't trust the vaccine, would you trust the pill that's just been developed? I, I think a lot of people would. Right. I think we're far um, easier. Because it's not a needle? Yeah, I think so. Huh. I, I, I think. What do I know anymore? I don't know. All I know is I like Jimmy uh, Fallon's opinion on this last night. He said, just have a turkey. <laughs> you want to go to sleep? Yeah. <laughs> Australia has over 10,000 beaches. Wow. So you could visit a new beach every day for over 27 years. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, it is really a, it's a, it's a big continent, mm-hmm. uh, although it looks small on the map. But it's uh, big. And, of course, all surrounded by ocean. I guess, yeah, they would have a lot of different named beaches. And I guess you could go from one to another, which would be just, like, separated by a couple of rocks. It's a different beach. So I got one of those uh, flashback memory things on my Facebook page the right. other day. And it was from when we were going to work with Leon from the Lazies right. to do the uh, fire rescue thing. And it was January of 2020. Wow. And I just thought, boy, we were so kind of... Because at that time, if, if I remember correctly, there were these stories of this, uh, this disease, this right. virus in China yeah. and other places. But it was never going to affect us. Right. We'd be fine. That's right. Yeah. He was setting up some shows to help with the Australian of fires that yeah. were going, the wildfires. Yeah. We yeah. were promoting that. We had him in studio with us to promote it. And I think he's back in Australia. Yes. Living yeah. there with his family. Uh, the reason the taste of artificial banana flavoring and artificial banana flavoring products doesn't taste like bananas is that it is based on a type of banana that was wiped out by a plague in the 1950s. Really? Yeah. So if you do any bacon, then yeah. you want the banana flavor. Just put a banana in. Probably. The largest snowflake. Well, in any child. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not the child's fault, parents. Uh, The largest snowflake was recorded in 1887. It was reportedly 38 centimeters or, yeah, 38 centimeters in diameter. Come on. And 20 centimeters thick. Really? Yeah. So, like, 15 inches by, like, 8 inches. <laughs> Did someone just lob a snowball over a roof? <laughs> Maybe. Well, in 1887. <laughs> Who knows? 
The average pencil holds enough graphite to draw a line about 56 kilometers or to write roughly 45,000 words. Really? Problem is, I don't know 45,000 <laughs> words. 56 kilometers? Yeah. Again, oh. somebody did that research. How, how hard would it, like, <laughs> would the carpal tunnel be trying to sharpen that thing? <laughs> You're right. Flight attendants in Brazil are required to train in rainforest survival techniques just in case they're on a flight that crashes in the Amazon. Wow. I wonder how long that course is. I don't know. Right? Because like, if you go down in in that area, they're yeah, uh, not coming to get you very no. very quickly. No. When I say or when someone says to you, BYOB, what right. does that stand for? Bring your own beer. Oh, you think beer, eh? Yeah, or a booze, I guess, yeah. But your first go-to was beer. That's beer. funny. Um because the second B doesn't mean beer everywhere. I've never known it to mean beer. I've always thought bring your own booze. Right, okay. Um, a poll asked people, and the first number one answer was bottle. Okay. Then booze. All right. And then beer. Oh, bottle. Yeah. I, I never thought of it that way, but I guess it works. Yeah. It works on all levels. It does. Castaway was filmed over two years because it took Tom Hanks about a year to lose weight and grow his hair out for the island scenes. Wow. I've always wondered how they did that. Yeah. So they had to shut it down. And then the uh, Robert Zemeckis and uh, most of the crew went on to film another movie in between. Really? While they waited for him. So so they did, I guess, the normal parts first, which yeah. would have been the beginning of the movie and the end. When he was heavier. When yeah. he was, you know, kind of standard he would have had to lose some weight mm. or maybe they just kind of had a pack on pack on pounds before the before scenes mm-hmm. and then the after ones uh to lose some weight but then you know yeah he really had to starve himself well he he as i think in the in the beginning he was bigger and then even at the end when he came back to find the uh the ex-fiance he was thinner than he was in the beginning right but obviously it was winter scenes and so they just probably padded him yeah, up right exactly but yeah, then when he's on the beach and he's just down to the loincloth, it's uh yeah, yeah, very impressive. Yeah, you, you know, you look at his uh, resume, oh. Fr- from bosom buddies to to rom coms to things like Saving Private Ryan to, to like Philadelphia, yeah. playing an AIDS victim. It, like he has done every genre, right? Uh, of of film. Yeah, you kind of think he's just typecast as like the the everyday nice guy. Mm. Kind of thing, but no, he's played a range of... I don't think he's ever played a bad guy, per se. Maybe not. You know, but but yeah, like you've got Mail and Sleepless in Seattle. You yeah. go back to that stuff. Yeah. All the voice work he's done, too. Big. Yeah, all the Toy Story movies. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, right? He's the, made a few bucks. Yeah, yeah, he's done all right. The Crayola crayon color peach was called flesh until 1962 when they oh, felt okay. it was racist to consider that... The flesh color. That makes sense. Yes. And that was 1962. Wow. This is crazy, though. Crayola crayon didn't change the Indian red crayon color to chestnut until 1999. (laughs) So 30 years. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. Right. The Indian thing is fine. Right. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, I'm surprised. I'm I'm, I'm shocked to hear that, actually. Mm. Happily surprised, I would think, about the flesh color, not about the Indian one. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Uh, well, you might want to get castrated, Lucky. <laughs> no, thanks. Or maybe not. <laughs> men who are castrated live longer than men who keep their testes by an average of about 14 years. Wow. But what a miserable 14 Whoa. years. 
<laughs> can, now, now, can you lop them off late? Like, at what, yeah, at what point does it have to be done? Like, well, I don't know if you take them at 80. I don't, right. I don't think you're hanging into 94. Buy you another 14. Yeah, but again, you want it. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, they're so far down by that point. What are you going to do? <laughs> they're only getting in the way. <laughs> they're, just, they're just getting annoying at that point anyway. <laughs> and finally, we all heard how much Jerry Seinfeld has made from Seinfeld. But when you break it down like this, it's crazy. For every line he ever read on Seinfeld, based on his salary and the show's syndication deals, oh, no. he makes $30,000 for every line. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And listen, when you go back and you look at some like baseball contracts and they break those down, yeah. NFL contracts is you know, 15 grand per throw or yeah. per catch. Yeah. You know, it. <sighs> I guess it makes sense. The most successful ever. It makes sense. And Kramer, for every time coming through the door like a wild man, $12. Well, it looks like it's another snow day for the kiddies. It is. Anything to get out of work and hot teachers. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, there. Are, I've seen a lot of people online saying, well, what's going on? Why? And, uh, you know, the roads, yes, for the most part, are clear. There's still a lot of, uh, you know, Leftover from the plow yeah. at the end of driveways. And I don't think the sidewalks are done in a lot of areas, especially right. around schools. That makes sense because I remember yesterday there were people just walking down the middle of the road right. because there's no way to walk on the sidewalk. Obviously, can't have kids doing that. So I can understand why the school uh, is closed. Can't tell you why the virtual uh, switch isn't yeah, happening. It's too difficult to slide down <laughs> at the that couch. point. I mean, we did two weeks of it in the last couple of weeks. But, uh, but nevertheless, uh, another snow day. We we thought for the longest while kids would never get to enjoy a yeah. snow day. My kids loved it, and they were praying for one today, and they, their wish came true, I yeah. guess. Yeah, well, and get them outside. You know, if, if uh, they're going to be home today, and if there's no virtual learning, they don't just let them sit in the house on their iPad. You get, you un- unleash the veal from the basement right. and, and let them go outside and dig snow tunnels or something. Do, to- build this, a snowman. If, if there's not a better tobogganing day than this, yeah. I, I don't know. No. Yeah, no, enjoy the day while you got it. I heard about a winter storm. It's cold and dreary. Stay home, stay warm. It's cold and it's a snowy winter morning. It goes like this when the snow hits. The buses can't get out of it. It's cold and it's a snowy winter morning. It's a snow day, a winter cold day. Stay home and just play. It's a great family day. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.